Hello, everyone, and welcome to What Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast, but it's me! What are we doing here? I'm so, so all answers. <laughs> well, Morgan, if you'll think back, so we did a hmm. microfiction challenge. Right. It was 100 words. Yep. Now, now we're all back on the same page. Talk James, are you good? Are you good, James? I'm great. I'm doing, okay. doing great here. Doing great. So I've, now I've introduced everyone, so we can just get right into the content. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I'm Tracy, author. I'm Morgan, also author. And I am, as always, Wham James, author? Mm-hmm. Question mark? That was a question mark at the end of that um, sta- statement. So. Yeah. It's good to use like yeah. uh, varying punctuation in your work, because yeah. then it makes it yeah. not... Like, like it, it gives it a tone, you know? So that's like a writing Sometimes thing. I just throw semicolons into dialogue, just quote, semicolon, end quote, just to let the reader <laughs> figure that out on their own. What does that sound like? Can you break that off for me? Sure, hold on. Ready? All right, all right, okay. everyone. Here we go. There we go. Okay. <laughs> it was beautiful. That makes sense. <laughs> I can totally see it now. <laughs> Not quite as long as a period, but longer than a comma. I see. I love it. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a colon, which is weird. Anyways. So yeah, we did a microfiction challenge. <laughs> we did. We wrote we 100 did. words each. You're probably wondering how we only wrote 100 <laughs> words at this point. <laughs> it was hard. It was hard. It was hard. <laughs> so we're here as sort of doing a like a, a, a postmortem on our uh, microfiction challenge because we have, let's see, it's about uh, five weeks to wait until we hear back about <laughs> if they were any good or not. So yeah. I guess really what we're here to do is read them out to you, the listening yeah. audience, for immediate uh, feedback. So And then maybe if you, the listening audience, thinks it's good enough, you can give us money... And we don't have to do round two or three, and it's like we already won the challenge, Mm -hmm. right? If you like all of our readings that we do today, and you aren't already a Patreon subscriber... Do that. that Donate. Become a $1,500 a month subscriber (laughs) per piece that you liked. Yes. And uh, and then we'll just we'll drop out of the... Well, we'll probably stay in the competition just for that extra gravy, but you know, like, it's... It'd be nice if you did that. The Um, con is on. Spare cash lying around. Right. Um, What am I going to do with all my millions of Patreon dollars? Millions. You might be asking yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what, do we want to share what our prompts were? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good way to start. Yeah. And we're going to talk about like process and issues you have. Absolutely. Right. Okay. We're going to wham juice the hell out of this. Perfect. All right, I've blocked off four hours for this recording. <laughs> okay, why don't we each go around and share what our prompt was, and then just, like, your initial, like, gut reaction to what that prompt is in just, like, a few words, and yeah. then we'll go from okay. there. Yeah? Okay. Okay, yeah. So I'll go first, because it was my idea. Um, so I got horror. The action was whispering, and the word I had to include was understand. And I was so relieved <laughs> to get that. That was I my was reaction jealous to jealous of yours. <laughs> Tracy, what did you get? So I got drama, and my action was getting arrested, and my word was courtesy. And uh, my reaction was, how do you write drama? So Great. it was not yeah. happy. 
Did you did you look up the the genre thing that yes. that the, they sent us when when they sent it to us? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Re- reading comprehension rules, huh? <laughs> what if I click this link? They said might be helpful. Nah, I'm just gonna write one. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it didn't help me a lot, but it kinda, right. I don't yeah, it also I I read mine yeah. and I was like, this is. Nothing. Okay, yeah. whatever. Like, fine. I think if the right. fiction would have been longer, it would have been more helpful, but I'm like, I can't mm-hmm. do all these things in 100 words. Right, right. right. I got suspense and or thriller as my mm-hmm. genre. My action was baking bread, and my word was risk. I didn't look at the genre thing until I'd written not one, but two possible <laughs> subjects. We'll get back to that. And my initial reaction was, I think, twofold. One, am I going to have to learn how to bake bread for this hundred <laughs> word writing challenge? And two, is there, am I going to incorporate the board game risk into my hundred word writing challenge? <laughs> and three, I guess the, the third thing was that I, I, I thought about doing, like maybe making quarantine sort of a sub theme of mm-hmm. mine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I sort of abandoned that pretty early on, but my first, first, first crack at it was a, a contained a sort of reference to the times that we live in. So yeah, um, that was sort of an early thought too. That's interesting because the times that we live in sort of inspired my idea as well. Yeah, um, yeah. which is fun. So. Yeah. I guess I can expand on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. because, like, so... coy, so Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, ugh. We'll um, be back after this break to see what Morgan's talking right. about. Right, <laughs> so... Like, Please so, actually put an ad in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um... I, I read my genre thing. So I got my... So it was 9 o'clock mm-hmm. my time. And I got the prompt and I was like oh my god and then I thought about it for a long time I didn't go to bed for like two hours after that so I was just like thinking and thinking trying to go to bed waking up and open my eyes every two seconds to type something else down like another idea whatever and then I read my genre prompt and I got to thinking about how horror usually reflects like the monster or the threat usually reflects like something that society is afraid of like contemporary to the time so I was like oh yeah, COVID-19 is terrifying. And, you know, the threat of constant uh, horrible death is uh, looming over (laughs) us all. So maybe I should write about that. Um, Right. So I don't... That's amazing. You could have just written that paragraph and that could have been your horror story. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, And then Morgan whispered, understanding. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. They're like, you win! (laughs) It's it's perfect. Here's the prize. So I, I took that idea going into it, and I think you can... It's... If you know that that's what I was thinking about when I wrote mm-hmm. it, it's very heavy-handed in the first draft. But I think in the mm-hmm. final second draft that I submitted, like, it's not... Like, now that you know, you'll be like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. But, like, I think that just reading it, you're not going to kind of get that. But I think using right. that inspiration helped me get to where I was at. So um, that was fun. And cool. I think, James, you said something about when you were working on it, um, your dad originally had said um, that he thought it was like a fun, you know, writing as a parlor game thing, but then he saw that you did the entire writing process condensed. And yeah. so I, I really yeah. related to that. So I don't know if you want yeah. to expand on that at all. 
So, yeah, I, so this took place, this writing challenge was 24 hours that took place over the, over a Saturday for, for me on the East Coast. And I have a, a call, a weekly call with my dad, um, on Saturday afternoons. So we were talking, I was talking about to him about this cause I thought it would be very interesting, um, to him because he teaches like a freshman creative writing class and like, oh. Um, and he's a poet, so I thought like word economy oh. would be sort of an interesting thing for him to to weigh in on. I feel like I didn't know that before. Yeah, he's a he's a college professor up in Boston. Awesome, um, and he teaches. Yeah, so I read him. Uh, I had at that point I had two uh, separate. Basically, so what happened was I wrote one that was like 107 words long, and I spent an hour and a half getting it down to a hundred. That the story still made sense, and still like r- motivations were were clear, and like every like actions were clear, and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. And then I went to bed, and then I woke up, and I read it again, and I was like, "This reads like a like a newspaper article." And I was talking <laughs> to both of you about this, and I th- one or both of you was like, "You should rewrite it mm-hmm. like now to see what you what you know what you can come up with with what you have." So I did that. And so when I was talking to my dad at four, I had two things that I had written that were a hundred words long. So I, I, I read them both and like I was basically talking to him about like which one do you prefer? What what do you like about either one of them? Like what are sort of like strengths and weaknesses? What should I consider when I think about picking one to sort of, you know, revise into a final thing? And he and he was talking to me about that, and that was when he was like um, I thought when you talked to me about this, because I talked to him about it the previous week, that mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. by the time I talked to him, I would have all this stuff. You know, I would have this prompt, and like I would have worked on it and stuff. So when he said he said last week when you told me about it, I thought it was sort of a silly like writing as a parlor game, sort of non-serious, just like what kind of crap can we come up with? Mm-hmm. Which was interesting, actually. I was telling him about it uh, with the thought of his of his input about the general process the week before. Um, and I was like, you should tell your creative writing students about this, like mm-hmm. your creative writing fiction students about this. Like, I was like, or or uh, or maybe he has a poetry class. He may have both. I forget. But like, I was like, or your poetry class. And he's like, yeah, I mean, they do poetry. But I was like, yeah. So word economy, like p- stuffing mm-hmm. as much meaning into words as possible is sort of what they're doing. He was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, <laughs> yes, so. But it turns out that what he was thinking was... This is a silly game. Why is he doing this? Yeah. And then we were talking about it. He was like, oh, he's thinking about this and like actually considering stuff and trying to revise and all this stuff. Trying to revise uh, in my world is like I decided to take up bungee jumping or whatever. I Revision is just not something that I really do in my life. <laughs> and so I, and I, and I also uh, defended both of you. And I was like, I think everyone in my group that's doing it is going to be taking this very seriously and no. treating this like a writing yeah. exercise or Thank whatever. You. So <laughs> I defended you to my dad. So that's that's let's be clear on that uh, in case he says otherwise in some sort of private conversation with the two of you. Um, I also in have my a weekly, weekly phone call, call with your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you too? <laughs> Everyone in the One Hot American Punches podcast has a week, a day of the week where we talk to James's dad. Oh my God. I can't believe so much now. He told He's me there was nobody the else. He's latest inside jokes. <laughs> he said I was the only one. <laughs> He's like, pickles, and I'm, am I right? And I'm like, how does he know? And I got a huge Texas flag in the mail from him, and I didn't know why, but now I get it. <laughs> So then I basically, I read that my two 
that I had to my wife, and she basically gave me the exact opposite feedback, which was hilarious. Uh-huh. She's, so my dad preferred the second one, and he thought the first one was fine, but he, he preferred the second one for XYZ reasons. And my wife was like, well, I like the first one way better, but I can see what you're doing. Like, if you'd read, me, read them to me in the opposite order, maybe I like the first one better. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we went, and I want to get into it after I read, read them to you. And actually then, before it was time to submit, I was like, let me try my hand at a third thing. Like, mm-hmm. let me write this a third time to see if, like, starting from a different point of view or starting from a different point in the action or whatever helps me sort of, like, figure out what it is that I'm trying to go for. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. And so... <laughs> So then I changed one word and one phrasing of a sentence about uh, the second one and turned it in. So nice. that, that was my process. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that was hard for me was not being able to turn to you two for immediate feedback and help because it is a competition mm-hmm. and you are my yeah. enemies. Um, right. right. But, <laughs> but yeah. So. Secretly hoping they would suck when you sent them to me. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Go on. More. Um, yeah. Well, Tracy, yours went in a way that I would, would never have gone. Like my brain didn't even go there because like, obviously when we all sent each other our prompts, I, in my head, I was like, okay, what would I do with James's? What would I do with yep. Tracy's? And, and you went in a certain way that I never would have expected, which was really cool. What was your 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 plan of attack? <laughs> okay, um, so my process was to be extremely crabby all of Saturday because I had a really hard time with this. <laughs> I am so sorry if I was rude to you and didn't talk to you in a nice way because I could not handle this. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be so good at this. This is going to be so much fun. This is like my jam. And I just kept like going through things. I'm like, drama, drama. I'm like, I have to make this really, like, if you're not crying by the end of these hundred words, I didn't do my job. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> expectations a little high. I had a really hard time. So what I liked about both of yours is it felt like an excerpt. Like, you were in media res and like the endings were ambiguous. There's no like solid beginning. And it felt like you were dropped in the action and you're like pulled out of the action. It was, it was Mm -hmm. really cool. And I couldn't like get it out of my head that I needed to have a clear start and a clear end to the story. So I think that's where I was really struggling. So I opened a document and I have like all these starts to things. Some of them are like 10 words. And then another one I just wrote, wrote and then I checked the word count and it was like 300. I was like, this isn't going to work. I'm trying to put too much <laughs> stuff in here. And I didn't get what I was actually going to submit like written until 10 p.m. So it was an hour before I needed to submit. And I got wow. it written and um, like edited it down a bunch of times. And God, there's even like longer. So I'm just looking at the document I made with all this stuff. <laughs> And, like, I tried recycling something that I wrote for Inktober and whatever. So what I did was I took my um, action and I brainstormed a bunch of ideas. Like, what what can you get arrested for um, and stuff right. like that? And, like, who can be arrested? So I had a lot of – I think what was really cool about this is I had a lot of other ideas, like, for things I could do and kind of some other story ideas that I'd like to go back to later. And it was a cool, like, brainstorming activity. Mm-hmm. But, like, thinking about who was getting arrested. Is it the narrator someone like outside the window could it be a person on tv like that action could be 
done in so many different ways. So like that right. was really mm-hmm. interesting. Right. And one thing I was really attached to at the beginning that I wanted to stick with was someone being arrested and them saying goodbye and apologizing to their pet that they have to leave. But I couldn't get it out. Um, <laughs> but I like that. I just was thinking about Daisy and I'm like, what would I do if I had to say goodbye to Daisy? <laughs> Yeah, and I ended up with exactly 100 words, which I wasn't, that wasn't the plan. I wasn't going to, you know, add in an extra word if I didn't need it, but I barely got, it was like so frustrating because I'd keep highlighting the section I was working on and doing the word count and be like 104. And I was like, what can I possibly cut out of it? (laughs) So like, that was really fun too, to like try to figure out what was necessary and what wasn't. So yeah. Yeah. I used to write for this newsletter and I would write, uh, basically, uh, we all mm-hmm. we every week we'd have an album to to like write a blurb for, um, and so I would write mine and then post it into uh, wordcounttools.org mm-hmm. just to see if I was like if it was like vastly under what what kind of length we were shooting for. So I spent I wrote in wordcounttools.org. I used uh, wordcounter.net. Oh, really? Same thing. Nice. I just typed directly rivals, into it. Intense yeah. rivals. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> One of the things, everyone knows that classic rivalry. Um, <laughs> one of the things that that did, I felt like, was give me an idea of where I was mm-hmm. in the course of the story. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, well, one thing has happened and I want to do five things and I'm 85 words in, so maybe right. it's not going great. <laughs> right. <laughs> It was just so much shorter than I thought it was going to be. Like, I one of yeah. them was like 280 words. I'm like, are you serious? Like, it doesn't feel like anything <laughs> happened. And I tweeted right. all caps. I'm like, 100 words isn't much, huh? And I hashtag the microfiction <laughs> challenge. And yeah. that was like one of my best tweets. I got like 18 likes on it, like 40 followers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Relatable content for the people. But yeah, so. Some of those people were just that. people that hate the length of 100 words just in general, not a part of the challenge at all. Like, yeah. Like, finally, someone is saying what I've been saying all this time. Paragraphs are too short. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I didn't read my genre section until I'd written two of them and presented it to two other people in my yeah. life. And then I was like, I was actually looking for what the action needed to be. Like, if it needed to be explicitly said, or if it could take place, whatever, and then what the word needed to be, and if it needed, like, I, I know there was something, I was like, I know that they used, like, you know, something ING as a thing, mm-hmm. but, so anyways, um, then I was like, oh, this genre section has a link here, so then, what I, how I used my fiction, or my uh, genre, like, what they outlined for the genre of suspense and thriller, which they had separate, which is fun, because, like, you put them together, but okay. Um <laughs> I sort of used it as like a check, like did I do this oh, right? Or that's like, smart. Or, or at one point, I basically had written a heist, and I was like, "Are heists thrillers, <laughs> or is heist a separate genre?" I had no idea what other genres right. there were or anything, yeah. so I was like, "I don't want to submit something," and they're like. This is a heist, so <laughs> why did you submit this? Yeah. But now that I'm saying it right now, I'm like, no, that's a that's a thriller. That's mm-hmm. so it would have been probably fine. Yeah. But yeah, so I used it sort of like to check my work. Which again, I'm really bad at, at revising or being like, oh no, I didn't need to change it to fit this a little better. So of course my my brain was like, Yep, looks good. And so that was all the checking that I did. Listening to you 
both talk about like revising and stuff is interesting because I think revising it is kind of like the fun part for me. Like Mm. what I like to do is I write the whole thing and then I edit it down until it's a hundred words and then I start tinkering with it and it's kind Mm. of like a puzzle. And I actually really enjoy that because what I do is I'll go in and I'll say, Oh, I don't like this word. And I want to change it to this phrase instead. But if I want to change it to this two-word phrase, I'm going to have to go change something else down here. So let's type that in. Okay, now I need to take out three more words. Okay, let's go over here right. and see what words I can take out. And it's like this interesting trade-off um, that I yeah. think is really fun to play with. And then it's also, it kind of forces you to think about using words differently. Like you were saying, like conservation of words, you know, Um and so I had thesaurus.com up the entire time and I'd be mm. like, oh, what's another way to say this or what's another way to say that? Yeah. And then I'd kind of go down like the list and see if there was anything that kind of was like evocative for me or if I could turn a, a noun into a verb or something in order to, you know, like, I don't know, get my point across more succinctly. And I, um, yeah, I've just really been enjoying it so far. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> I liked I, I found myself liking that more. As I went along, like yeah. by the third one, I was like, "Okay, I see, I see why this is fun." And you mm-hmm. talked about that the last the, in the last episode about like put, piecing it together like puzzle. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. I see how mm-hmm. I see this now." Yeah, um, there was a one of the drafts. I had something uh, a door gently. He gently eased the door closed, or do- he gently eased the door open. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my dad, and my dad's like, "You don't ease something not gently." Like, <laughs> Yeah. Every time you ease something, it's gently. So yeah. you don't need that. And I was like, and it was like a ch- a dollar sign, you know, a, a cash register sign. I, have I was like, word. that's another word that I can use anywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna put that's butt awesome. in there just for fun because I can't. <laughs> exactly. Just throw a profanity in the middle of the of the work. Yeah. I also wanted to use profanity, but I didn't see anything in the rules about mm-hmm. like whether I could or not. So I was like, I guess Me better too, not. Me <laughs> too. But I did. I used two cuss words. And I was like, you know what? This is a literary competition. I'm cussing. That's <laughs> I'm going right. to do That's it. That's right. So, um, yeah. One thing that I did, I did do towards the end after I got through my second edit was like, I took a page out of your book, James, of um, putting information about the story in through the title. Yeah. And so as you'll see, the way that it it kind of um, evolves, I basically took what the protagonist was and I made that the title and then in the final Mm. draft you actually don't hear anything about the protagonist and you're left to wonder what the protagonist is the only way for you to know what it is is by the title of the piece and even then it kind of leaves some questions because my protagonist is kind of like a strange thing so it's, it's cool I don't know it's just a I appreciated that and I used it to my advantage Nice. I did a similar thing, actually. Yeah, you did, yeah. I have a story. I don't think I told you this this story uh, when we presented them. So I want, I want to read my... It's, it's about the one, actually, that I ended up submitting. Um, and it's related to the title. But I think I should share it after, uh, after we read them. Okay. Um, so why, okay. Why, don't we, why don't we read them? Who wants to read first? Knowing that I I have three and I think Morgan has two, so I don't know. I don't have any complete ones. Yeah, I'll start. Okay, read the- all of your drafts and read <laughs> oh, every single boy, one. Can you please. imagine? <laughs> what was the one word that you that you wrote? <laughs> there was one where on July twenty first, two thousand seventeen, I would lose everything. That's it. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me want to know more. Anyway, there. Right. Go ahead. Any okay. So and. 
actually, I don't, I haven't really read it since I submitted it. I was okay with mine. I'm not, so that, okay, this is another part of this something that I'm going to just mumble about. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm really trying really hard to separate like um, my self worth from like what I make, you know? So it's like, if I don't right. like this, that's not a big deal. And I think that's where I get really stressed out during challenges because it's not like coming out the way I want. And then I have to show mm-hmm. it to people. And I'm like, right. well, they're going to think I'm stupid. And it's like, no, no one, like, that's not how right. it works. Like, it's it's yeah. just for fun. It's just a thing. Like, you try it and you get better and you learn and whatever. So, yeah, absolutely. anyway, <laughs> here it is. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry. I always, <laughs> it, does, does anyone else ever do this? When I'm when I'm when I'm having that exact same feeling, mm-hmm. part of my brain, and I don't know if this is good or bad, and I feel a little bit bad. I think, <laughs> listen, at least half of the people that are submitting to this are doing way worse stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't have to be the best. I just have to be better than a bunch of other people. So right. Right. hopefully they read a really bad one before mine, and then they'll read mine. Right. Like, wow, by comparison, this is way That's better. So awful. I know. It's, I'm like, I mean, I'm like whatever. some of these people are bots, and some of these people like <laughs> forgot that they did it, and then closed the email account forever. Right. right. All of these things put me, you know, even further up. And I don't know what that is about me, but I'm not sure I, I love, love it. I think that's just anyway. the competitive spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way to protect your brain. Yep. So, as a reminder, mine is drama, being arrested, and my word is courtesy, and I named this Serenity and Goodbye, partially because at the point of titling it, I was so cranky and done with it. I'm like, I don't care. This is a title. Anyway. She cradled the urn. The soft blue atmosphere and refracted light glinted off, making it ethereal and nearly as divine as her sister deserved. She opened it, slowly sprinkling the contents into the water below, letting her tears follow suit. She watched her sister as she churned about, courtesy of the shark's serene movements. She descended back to the public area of the aquarium, holding tightly to the empty urn and into the custody of a police officer. She managed a small smile and a wave to the black specks floating all around, punctuating the ocean's sky like a speckled void the end so good (laughs) (laughs) sure 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 sure. thanks i liked it more this time Mm -hmm. than i did when i read it the the first two times i think i've read this two or three times and i liked it even more now is it because of the way i say about (laughs) (laughs) it's not not related to that but It's such a badass thing to 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 sprinkle your your sister's ashes on a shark tank. That's right. so cool. I just I think you said that mine and James are like a slice, a point in time, or whatever. But I think yours is too because I'm sitting here wondering, like, wait, what happened after? Why was the police officer just waiting to arrest her, and why uh-huh. didn't she yeah. run away? What what's going to happen after she gets arrested, and all these yeah. things? Like, I have so many questions, and I think that. Even though you didn't think so, I think that you did do a good job of creating one slice of time in the midst yeah. of a larger mm-hmm. story because it does yeah. kind of stick with you and make you wonder about what's actually going on with that character that you weren't able to learn mm-hmm. in a hundred words. So it was really fun. Yeah. That's yeah. so that's so interesting too, because I had a thought about the cop as well, which was <laughs> that's so cool and nice and courteous of the cop to be like, You're under arrest but I'm going to go let you do the thing. Like, right. th- there's no reason why... I mean, mm-hmm. like, 
I'm not going to let you go pour powder into this shark tank. But for whatever reason, this cop, you know, when we don't know what the reason yeah. is. Right. But it get, like, even just the fact that the cop, the, into the arms of the arresting officer, means that the cop was waiting while she did this very important thing to her. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. And it, and it, and it, it causes a lot of questions and a lot of really interesting impressions that reflect on the listener. Like mm-hmm. reflect the listener back to the to the piece in, that's being written. I think that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I don't hate it. I definitely like. I'm not like. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever written. But I'm not super passionate. But yeah. Anyway, I'm not like trying to be like modest or like. Oh, I suck. Give me compliments, kind of thing. It's just. It's just honest. Like anyway, I feel awkward. Are we about. not all getting these pieces tattooed on ourselves in honor of these episodes? Because I, I have. Yes, we I've can got, do that now. I've yeah. got something already here on my rib cage, so I guess the other side. So I've got a poem here, and I'll do the 100 word oh. horror story yeah. on this side, I guess. It'll fit. It's, all, it's, it's just part of the artist seduction, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I yeah. want to hear uh, what you have to. One of you. No, no, you have to pick one of us. Morgan. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I'll do my next because I have two and James has three. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's like a progression. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. So here it is. So you're reading the first one that you wrote first, or the first one you wrote second? The first one I wrote is gonna go first because I want right. to show the right mm-hmm. the progression of how it goes. Okay. Okay. So well, here's the other thing. <laughs> so I didn't yes. write it write the title or decide on the title until I got to the second draft should I reveal mm-hmm. what the title is first and then read both of them or reveal the title for the second draft because that's the one that's titled I think I, I I'm planning on not revealing the title until I've already read all three okay so, I'll do my title it, that was, my process was the last thing I did was the title okay yeah same okay cool. perfect okay draft one and again this is horror whispering understand It's been in your living room three days. You called it a sarcophagus. It's no more than a pine box, and you were surprised when it started whispering. The first night, a demented language you do not understand. The next, it beckoned you sweetly and softly. Tonight, the whisper is an urgent hiss. Closer, closer. The sarcophagus, the casket, lurches at the foot of your bed, and you whisper back, not yet. Although no sound comes forth, only hot breath, and you wake up in a frigid sweat and choking sheets, but the casket lies still in the living room, whispering, not yet. Okay, so that was the first one. That was really good. Yeah. (laughs) reading things out loud. Anyway, okay, so here's the second like one. It. This is fun. This, I'm so here's, giddy. <laughs> here's the one that I submitted. The damn thing is sat in your living room for three days, whispering incessantly, sometimes in soft, dulcet tones, sometimes in a hysterical, ancient language, even more often in an urgent hiss, closer, closer, every evening it creeps. And you know tonight it will collect its price, and you'd know what it wants, what to give it, if you could only understand that infernal fucking whispering, the sinister kiss of words floating uninterrupted into every moment, every hour of the night. You must end it. You must. Enough! You whisper through tight teeth, locked jaw and you ready your shining hatchet and that is called the sarcophagus uh sinister kiss of words is so good and i don't know why i didn't see that didn't read that before but that is so good thank you that's really really good yeah i like i like you reading it a lot the tight teeth locked jaw just like oh man yeah 
that fiction. So a, a note, too, that you don't really get mm-hmm. from reading it out loud is that it's all one run-on sentence. And that was mm-hmm. another thing mm-hmm. that I really wanted to incorporate. And I think that you get that better from actually just reading it yourself because I was trying to figure out, like, what's the most anxiety-inducing way that I can write this? And I was right. like, oh, second yeah. person. Someone's telling you what's happening yeah. to you. And also, it's one sentence, and you're freaking out. So yep. yeah. that was the idea there. Um, and it ends on a... A hyphen, a dash. It's not. There's no period or anything. So, so it's not cool. actually over. So it was That's fun, awesome. though. Yeah, that's really awesome. It. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I really liked reading yours, and I like you reading it out loud too, because it just adds to like the urgency and the intensity of the situation. Where again, like, there's so many questions. Like, where did this coffin come from? You know, how does mm-hmm. how yeah. do I, you, whoever, know the price? And yeah, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, there's Thank you. a. A music video by Beck, I think, for mm-hmm. I think it's for Loser, where there's one part of it has a time lapse uh, photography, like time lapse video of this coffin slowly moving down the street. <laughs> I think, or I'm making that up. I think that's what it is, though. And I sort of get that impression a little bit, mm-hmm. where it's like every night it moves a little closer, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh god, it's just <sighs> yeah. Just one chill. thing really, I really, was... really good. I was worried about, because I sent the final draft to my mom, and she goes, yeah, it reminds me of Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's totally like The Telltale (laughs) Heart. rewrite The Telltale Heart? (laughs) Yeah, and and it's not really. And the fact that I shared it with you two, and you didn't say that, and I shared it with my wife, and she didn't say that is good. Mm -hmm. But, like, now I've got this, like, fear in the back of my head of, like, oh, my God, are they going to think that this is totally derivative? Because, like, it's about something talking yeah. incessantly to a person even if the telltale heart doesn't talk you know whatever and causing right. the person to go insane yeah. like like am i screwed but i think it might just be different enough so i don't I think, think that definitely you can ever enough. be yeah. pinged for being too derivative if what it reminds people of is the pioneer of the genre like <laughs> that's good yeah that's true. <laughs> that is a good point. this reminds me of the person that wrote the rules for this entire genre that we've asked you to write in this genre <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Your science fiction reminds me of Star Trek. I'm not really sure how I feel about that. Um, it's kind of like an Asimov sort of deal, like an H.G. Wells kind of thing. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, I don't. I, I get. I get what she means now that you've said it. Yeah. But I don't think that it holds up. Like I think that like yeah, if you were doing like a textual analysis of that and like finding links in literature. Telltale Heart would absolutely be something that you would come up with, mm-hmm. but you'd say but it's like way. the Telltale Heart, except this, 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 and this. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that I mean that's a, that's a decent mm-hmm. that's an interesting point of analysis. Yeah. Because like the Telltale Heart is buried, but this thing should be buried, but it's not. It's above ground. All mm-hmm. this stuff. So, but I don't think that it's derivative of the Telltale. Well, thank you for staying my fears. I appreciate that. (laughs) Second question. What is the telltale heart? (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Call your dad. That could be your next (laughs) Dad, one question. (laughs) You failed me as a person. (laughs) Is this a new story that... This is this an Animal Crossing thing? <laughs> I think he invented poetry. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> One last thing. I really liked yeah. hearing your first draft to your second draft. Because like the first draft, I was like, oh, this is really good. This is intense. Mm-hmm. 
then your second draft, I can, like, feel where you, like, ratcheted it up and, like, added more precise language in to... It just felt more vivid. And, like, the escalation... You started with damn, and then you went to fucking. And it was just, like, this good progression of, like... Yeah. 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 Yeah, Thank you. The first one left me with the impression that perhaps the protagonist was going to end up in the coffin. Mm -hmm. And... That's fine, and that was creepy, but the ambiguity that you left in the second one was a much more controlled or focused ambiguity, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. Like, you were like, this is what I want you to be wondering, mm-hmm. and this is not what I want you to be wondering. The mm-hmm. fact that they're they're readying their hatchet means they're outside of it. They are yeah. separate from this thing. It's not a dream. It's not a whatever. Yeah. It's, it's about to be something, and what you want them to be wondering is what's happening after that dash. Yeah. And so, like, I, I think that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that's why I really, I, I was excited that you suggested reading our drafts together because I really think that seeing the evolution between the two pieces is, like, really fun because after I sat back after writing the second piece, I was like, oh, there it is. I found yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. this is, oh, okay. There, Like, yeah. that's what I was trying to do in the first one. So right. um, yeah. it's kind of fun to look it up side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Before I read mine, I want to say that the the plot that I was going to have at the beginning when I started writing this was someone trying to sneak into someone's house to steal their diamonds and being uh, killed by uh, a pan of a freshly baked pan of bread. Uh-huh. Nice. Like hit over the head with a pan of bread. So that is uh, that is where, where I started, and this is where I ended up. So this is my first draft. He'd been watching her all week, peering into her kitchen while she baked bread. She was always alone, but her diamond-studded wedding band told him someone might pay a generous ransom for her. It was a risk he was willing to take. He turned the knob on the back door, eased it open, and stepped inside. Her back was turned. Her hips swayed to the music in her earbuds. At the oven, Tabitha smiled to herself, dancing to music that wasn't there, fingers curling around the blade in her apron pocket, a spider with another fly in her web. So that was the first one. Uh-huh. Just a, a, I forgot to reflect. Uh, this is suspense and or thriller, baking bread and risk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, that was what I what I had the first night. This is what I came up with before I talked to my dad. Uh, this is what I ended up sending. I don't have the... I changed it a little bit after everything was done. But yeah. okay, so... This is what I ended up sending, and then I'll send, and then I'll I'll read the third one that I wrote right before I sent the second one. Okay, so the scent of freshly baked bread wafted into his nostrils through the screened window, where he stood quietly watching her in the kitchen. He smiled as she began preparing the next loaf. This job would be too easy. The door wasn't locked, and she was too engrossed in her baking and headphones to notice his entrance. He eased the door open, slipped in, and closed it just as gently. He turned back from the door to find an empty kitchen. What the hell? He risked a step forward, realizing seconds too late that his prey was behind him and armed. Mm -hmm. So my wife was like, what I liked about the second one, she liked the first one because there was no, like, you knew what happened, you know what everyone's motivation was, and you knew how it ended up it was a it was a little you know chunk of of action that that had a res had something of a resolution you know, right whatever a spider with another flying web means another means that this has happened before and mm-hmm. she's handled it before and it's mm-hmm. she's doing something to lure people in what she said she liked about this one was that there's ne- there was never any indication of what the action or motivation was mm-hmm. and that was cool because it could be like 
a husband coming home early to surprise his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a kid watching his mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we briefly wrestled with the idea of calling this water balloon fight colon day 200. <laughs> I had this would be too easy. And uh, his smile faded as he turned to find an empty kitchen, but everything else the same. And the cool thing was, we read it to, Li- to my daughter, Lila, uh-huh. and then told her what the title we wanted it was. And she was like, oh, whoa. Like, I thought it was scary and, like, he was going to, like, hurt her or whatever. Yeah. And then when it was Water Balloon Fight, then it was like, it's sort of like, oh, the, the genre, but not the subject matter. Mm-hmm. But then we abandoned that because the title happens first. Mm-hmm. And right. so I would actually be kind of hamstringing myself and giving away the sort of the, the hook or whatever at the first. Right. Sort of the opposite right. of like put it, put more information into the title than you can in the thing. Mm-hmm. I would be revealing something I didn't want to reveal until the end. Right. And my right. wife said like if this was like a trailer where like the title came last, that would be so cool and it would work really, really, really well and be very cool. But yeah. as it is, you're giving away and you're kind of releasing a lot of the pressure. So. Mm-hmm. That was that. And then the third one that I wrote, um, just to see if I could, like, tighten it up a little bit. And then you won't believe what happened next. Um, (laughs) Click here. All right. So this is the third one. Tabitha was putting the second loaf of bread in the oven when the knob on the back door began to turn. It was 10 in the morning and she was already exhausted. She was looking forward to several hours watching movies. The black-clad intruder watched her put the mixing bowls in the sink. He followed her down the hall, his long strides bringing him ever closer. He was risking a lot coming to her residence, but the pay was good. A board creaked under his foot. He froze. She bolted for the door, hoping to reach it in time. So Mm -hmm. the action was a little different on that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't work. uh, This was the one I worked the least on. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see if sticking with her for the whole thing did something differently. Yeah. With like, because like the, it was so funny. In the first one, I was like, I can change character point of view if I have enough (laughs) words to do it. (laughs) I can just change character point of view. That it doesn't have to just be him the whole time. Like the first thing my dad said was, "It's weird when you change character point of view." Like in the last (laughs) sentence, and I was like, "Oh yeah, 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 it is. I guess, isn't it?" I still, I still kind of like the way the first one ends better. Like I like the the idea of like. It's revealed that she's not listening to anything. She knows he's there. She's yeah. ready for him. And like, yeah, I really liked that. But I feel like the second one was a, a stronger, like, yes. encapsulation of what I was going for. I think the second one, it was a good choice to send that one in. I like that one the best out of the three of them. And I think that the second one does the job of showing instead of telling. Mm hmm. Which is what you really need to do with the 100 words, you know? And so I think that that one, even though the first one was, like, kind of fun, because you're like, oh, look at this. Like, Tabitha knows what's up. Like, she's we're turning it on its head. Like, the second one was, like, um, I don't know, just, like, more serious. Like, it really encapsulated that, like, suspensefulness instead of it just being like, oh, and here's what happens in the story, you know? So right. I really yeah. like the second one. <laughs> I yeah. do too. And when we first, so before recording today, we only read the one that you submitted. Um, so, yeah. and I still got the vibe that Tabitha knew what's up. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, she's behind yeah. the intruder. <laughs> she's going to take him out. Oh, 
What was the title of your yeah, story? Tell us the title. Okay, so well, first of all, the the, the th- I added this job would be too easy because I had this would be too easy, and I was talking to my dad, and I was like, the word this is the only motivation that this guy has at all. Yeah. And we never talk about what this is. We yeah. never talk about anything at all. So I wanted to work that into the title. Um, so I titled it Target 751-A colon Tabitha Powell. Beautiful. I love that. Uh, and I didn't, I know, because I also didn't name her in the second one at all. Yeah, mm. I like that. So, yeah, I wanted it to be mm-hmm. that. Also, I named her after Tabitha King, Stephen King's wife. Just nice. Because I wanted to pick a name. Um, nice. Just a behind-the-scenes uh, little Easter little egg bonus content. James's brain. <laughs> really good, though. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I, I, was, I was really, I was happy with it at the end. I really, man, it's so funny because adding this, jo- making it this job would be too easy. Like, I liked the whole first paragraph a lot better mm-hmm. then. Yeah, and then I had first had his smile faded as he turned to find an empty kitchen, and my dad was like, you, "He wouldn't if he's the if he's the consciousness we're seeing through, he wouldn't see his smile fading." So like that's a cinematic thing and not like what you would feel. Mm. So I changed it to like his heart sank or his stomach sank, his stomach sank or whatever. Yeah. But then I was like, "Oh, what needs to happen is the empty kitchen. Like we need to see." him turn back and find an empty kitchen and then see the reaction and not he's reacting to something what is it oh here it is right so i changed it to he turned to find an empty kitchen and then what the hell is his reaction which also gives him kind of a voice right which which yeah so it's weird how adding or changing just a little thing can change the whole thing yeah absolutely i like hearing about the process like yeah. behind how you changed words and things. So just like thinking about with this too, like most things I've worked on, I'm like, I have unlimited words that I can use and throw in right. here. I don't have to think about all these things um, that you have to think for yeah. this challenge. But mm-hmm. I, now I more so want to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I hope that we all get a chance to go into the second round. Um, yeah. If only because I feel like doing this process is helping making me a better yeah. writer, like trying yeah. to figure out, you know, different ways to use my words mm-hmm. to evoke something mm-hmm. is fun because I don't think about that a lot. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I do, but like, right. usually I'm just like, ah, type it all out, fix it later, you know? So yeah. like having to really like hone in on this is is really um, has been really fun and illuminating, I think. I was yeah, really surprised so at how long it took. Like, it was a full day. Yeah. And I was thinking, I'm yeah. like, during NaNoWriMo, I wrote, you know, a thousand words a day. Some days 2,000 <laughs> or more. And I got but all those words, but they were good words. <laughs> like these yeah, words. they didn't have to be good. You just had to get them out. It's like the total opposite, you know? Every microfiction challenge word was worth 20 NaNoWriMo words. <laughs> that's true yeah did either of you have an image or a concept or an action or something that you couldn't like let me ask i I do so let me finish my question (laughs) by giving me my example i i really wanted her to have her headphones in and nothing playing in the headphones Mm -hmm. that really like engaged my my imagination and like i thought it was really cool and whatever but I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to concisely say she had earbuds in. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when your perspective wasn't, you know, how would the narrator know that Tabitha wasn't actually listening to music? I don't think it's something that comes across in the one I turned in, which is sort of a sad thing to me. But I think making that work turned out to be not 
what I needed to focus on, but it mm-hmm. was what I was fixating on. And I also had uh, the the pre- the oven preheating, beeping, letting him being his signal to go in because she was going to be distracted putting the ba- the bread in. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, so wait, I never established that like the windows are open or whatever. So how does he hear that beep before he opens the door? Which is why in the second one, it's a screened window. So like, mm-hmm. there's all these little things that I'm like, I'm gonna fix it in this one, but the thing that I'm fixing doesn't happen ever. So it's <laughs> it's a it's a silly, it's a silly thing. But did did that happen for either of you? Where it was like, I want this to happen, but I can't figure out how to put it in, in a good amount of words. Well, I was trying to find my initial notes on my phone, which is why I disconnected from the call and then reconnected <laughs> from my cell phone <laughs> because I can't handle anything <laughs> podcasting related at the moment. Anyway. Um, and what I'm showing here is that um, one of the ideas that I was thinking about was originally, I mean, I guess it doesn't, like, I didn't need to fill it in because I kind of, like, changed the whole concept. But right. the original concept to me was that the reason there is a casket in this person's living room is because someone delivered it. And right. it is clearly for them. They're like, this is the casket for so-and-so. And that person's like, I'm so-and-so. I didn't yeah. order a casket. <laughs> and that's like the weird thing that happens. But that never happened. And then I yeah. was like, no, that's too, like, like it's yeah. not spooky enough. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's just kind of a, a weird thing. And it could get spooky if I had time. But yeah. it's not spooky enough right off the bat. You know, I needed to make it, like, like scary, I guess, without right. it being so on the nose and so... I just completely just deviated from that, so. What about you, Tracy? I really wanted uh, my main character to smoke. Like, I'm looking back through some of, like, the things <laughs> I wrote, and several of them have cigars, and then one of them has a uh-huh. cigarette. Like, I really had this image in my mind of dropping something, and then there's fire. But that obviously yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> At <Yeah>. the aquarium. <laughs> yeah. But then this- the sharks catch fire. <laughs> Sharknado These with are the flames. special. Brazilian flammable sharks. Yeah. Um, But, like, looking at... So I did... I wrote a lot more for this one that got cut down. And I'm just kind of looking at that right now. So I really wanted to describe, like, more about her sister and, like, the aquarium. So I don't know if either of you have been to the Mall of America in Minneapolis. Probably not. A long time ago. I've seen D2 the Mighty Ducks, so it feels like I've been there. Right. Um, But there's... Like, that's one of the only places we went as a child. And there's, it's not Underwater World anymore. It's, like, something else. Um, But there's, like, the, and I don't, probably other aquariums have this. But there's, like, the tunnel and then the water goes around you on top. So that's, like, the ocean tunnel. So that's what I was picturing this whole time. So I wanted that to come through. But um, I wanted to, so the idea was that she broke in after hours and wanted this is her sister's favorite place to go and like all these other things that are like narrated that just never you know there wasn't enough time to make it in there you know why her sister liked to go there um and stuff like that so thinking about jumping in after her but right hmm. did you not intend for the sister to have been half shark because i got that like, really <laughs> no that was definitely intentional i'm super glad that came through <laughs> <laughs> great, 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 great. You're home now. Even though I had Sharkina. to cut the line about waving Sharkina. to her father, shark swimming <laughs> right. in the water. <laughs> in the oh. epilogue, the shark eats the ashes and uh, give, and she is reborn like a, shark, a shark phoenix. 
Right. Yes. Well, and there a was a flammable shark, a shark there phoenix. There we go. There was like the last line I wrote right away, and I wanted to keep that. So I really forced everything to fit yeah. around that line. Right. That's, That's so cool. interesting. I also like the the idea of smoking as uh, juxtaposed with the ashes of her sister. Because mm. mm. it's like, here's these ashes from this thing that's killing me. And here's this ashes from my sister who's dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like a, a cool, like, mm-hmm. double imagery. Like, she's, like, flicking her ashes on one side and, like, pouring ashes on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Cool. But yeah. Hey, you both that. did so great. You so did, did you, too, James. Both of you. All of us. Thank we you, all did great. All we of us. set a goal. We did, we did a challenge. And we completed it. We submitted. Yeah. That makes me very happy. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Absolutely. For and then, sure. so we'll hear on Wednesday, June 24th, if you want to mark your calendars and <laughs> ask us all day, have you heard? Have you heard? Just all day long. That'd be a really great fan exactly interaction that would thinking. not be. Yeah. Hashtag have you heard <laughs> at Wham Juice Pod. Perfect. <laughs> Please do that. It's perfect. Um, oh, I had one final question for the two of you. Okay. Is this technique or style or challenge or anything that you want to incorporate into your regular writing like do you think you'll do more like 100 word pieces just for yourself in the future i don't know that i will start like i'm not gonna like become a microfiction writer but i think the things that i have learned will you know from doing this process will help me in my long form Mm -hmm. fiction but i i think overall i what I want to do is make my long form fiction as strong as my yeah. micro fiction. And so if right. I can find a way to just just cram all of that like feeling <laughs> and energy and whatever into the long form fiction, right. that would be great. Um, but I don't like so that's a journey that I have to go on, I guess. <laughs> do you think that NaNoWriMo dilutes that? Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, if we if NaNoWriMo was 5,000 words, but a full story, like, do you think that it would be, or, like, not, I, I think, because, I, like, I was like, well, let's, you know, we can incorporate this into NaNoWriMo, and I'm like, no one is going to incorporate this feeling no. of, I could say that in a more concise way into their NaNoWriMo. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> No yeah. one's going to do that. I think, yeah, NaNoWriMo does dilute that, and I think that there is a um, valid criticism of NaNoWriMo that, they, like, the criticism is that it turns out crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right. the criticism is that it turns out crap when writers say, here's my finished piece that I have not done any revisions on and I right. think is perfect and now I'm going right. to start querying agents with it. Right. Which was right. not the intention of Nano, um, but right. it unfortunately is a side effect. And so, right. um, you know, and, and the intention of Nano, of course, is to say, finish something. Yeah. Right. That's it. Just finish yeah. something because we just yeah. get Fill so caught sandbox. up on this process of, yeah, we get caught up of like, I wrote two pages of a story and before I continue, I must make these two pages perfect, you know? Right. And so you do, before you finish anything, you get caught up on this, this process that we've gone through of, mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, editing and making it concise and powerful and whatever. When the truth is like, would you rather have two perfect pages or one finished shitty story? You know, like right. I'd rather have the finished thing and then keep working on it until it's really good so yeah that's my thoughts on that (laughs) it nanorimo is clearly a conspiracy made by the uh professional writers of america 
in sort of a like, oh yeah, well you try it. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish science had like a nano simo where it's like you be a scientist for a month and and see how how you criticize scientists. How you like it? You develop a vaccine. You tell me how easy month. it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because like I've definitely written stories like exactly like that where I'm like, oh man, I didn't get this image right. Well. I guess I'm quitting this story and writing forever. <laughs> right. Like, and it's also the heft of, like, I've written this novel. Now it's time to start doing the revising of it, which is the not fun part. And that's really where, you know, the the successes are, are separated from the failures. Right. And I don't mean failure in, like, a judgmental way. I mean, like... The book isn't done yet. Like, yeah. yeah. They so. need a national revisions month because it's been however many months since November and I'm still <laughs> not that far through with my revisions and I'm I think sad. So. NaNoWriMo, Rev rest of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is a revision month. It's just not as oh, popular there is. as NaNoWriMo for reasons that <laughs> of are course probably not. pretty obvious. <laughs> yeah. Revi- Have they tried not. changing it to making it better? <laughs> Thank you. That was good. <laughs> Never mind. Let's all let that one absorb for a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if this is... I want to do more of these because I think it's a really interesting like muscle and technique to flex. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I do 100 words. They also do a 250 microfiction yeah. yeah. challenge, which might be more like, like my that. speed. But um, yeah. I don't know. I think I do think it was fun to polish something and like be like, okay, it's done because that's not something I do yeah. mm-hmm. hardly ever. Um, so it might be good practice with that. Like it's a good like balance with NaNoWriMo, like you said. Like the, yeah, there's there two different like muscles that you can work and flex and practice with so. that together make you yes. a full writer, a writer. Oh. <laughs> do how long? How many words is NaNoWriMo? Twenty thousand. 50,000. 50, Wait, were 000. you joking, yes. James? Are you serious? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually forgot. Um, <laughs> and that's still only like half of a, a complete novel. So if we just wrote a book that was 500, 100-word stories, yep. that'd oh, be probably easier, right? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. So, so you, here's, the, here's the strategy, though. You write... 20 a day and you just stop at 100 and then she opened the next story (laughs) oh my god yeah that's how we're going to think about NaNoWriMo is you write 11 microfictions a day and that's it yeah I am going to have a panic attack thinking about this (laughs) it's only May I have a countdown for when NaNoWriMo starts do you want to hear how many days until NaNoWriMo yes tell us as of recording how how long till today is May 17th I have to find it. Mm-hmm. I added a lot of countdowns the other day. Um, yeah, you did. I sure did. It's you crowdsourced countdowns, which was <laughs> really fun. There's 168 <laughs> days until NaNoWriMo commences, and nice. then there's 198 days until it's over. So, <laughs> got him, James. I can't wait. <laughs> You're doing Nano with us this year. Yeah, yeah. So Feeling so great. So we need to get a new host, or are you still going to mm. host for us? I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. Yeah, this is yeah probably. I like one. you as a host. I do too. You're a really good interviewer. I like but hosting I don't too. Feel like that's something you should be doing if you are the writer. Because <laughs> what's your right. what's your interview going to sound like? Hey James. Hey, what's going on? Um, so you're doing NaNoWriMo this month, right? 
yeah, I've I've kind of decided to to throw my hat into that ring. Well, are you nervous at all? Yeah, I mean, like the thing about it is that I've I you know I I've gained so much experience through the first season of Wham of Wham Juice and a hit Nanorama podcast that I feel like I'm very well prepared. Oh, really? In what way? Well, uh, really, the ways that I'm prepared are like threefold. Number I'm one, that if we don't stop James, he's just gonna keep going. <laughs> And, we'll then we'll, and then he'll we'll have done it already, and he doesn't November. have to do it in there October. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, if you uh, will get, I think this is a good way to segue into social media. I really found a fun. I really found it fun to think of prompts for people. Yeah. If you want to try your hand at this, uh, tweet at either Wamjuice Pod on Twitter or at me at Unabashed James, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll give you. I'll give you a you know a genre an action and a word it's it's lots of fun to think of that Mm -hmm. james is really good at thinking of them and also 100 words fits in a whole tweet so you can tweet it right back once you're done writing it that's amazing that's really cool i I should steal people's writing for my nanowrimo (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh cut that cut that (laughs) editor's note just know that when you send me a tweet it becomes property of wham juice incorporated all right uh let's move on to that is legally binding everyone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this was so much fun to talk to you two about this. This was this was really really cool to it see been really both of fun. your processes. This is yeah, absolutely. Podcast ever to listen to and make. Aww. Aww. Yeah, that's nice. It's really fun. We have a lot of heavy hitters on it. Hey, where can we find these heavy hitters on Twitter? Heavy twitters. Eh, I don't like it. You we'll can find it. my heavy Twitter on <laughs> at on Twitter at <laughs> Morgan Spatola. Which is S-V-A-T-O-L-A, and I'm on all other social media mm-hmm. under that handle as well, because it's my name. My right. uh, dummy thick <laughs> Twitter account is at Adils Warlock. <laughs> the best Twitter name ever. <laughs> Thanks. And, and as I said, my uh, lower half of a Funhouse Mirror Twitter account is at Unabashed James. <laughs> Beautiful. You can find us on at Wham Juice Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the show and on the Scavengers Network at Scavengers Net. That's right. Yeah. You can also visit the Scavengers Net website at scavengersnetwork.com oh, where uh, Mason has done an amazing job putting together a, probably the most beautiful website I've ever seen. Behold it with your eyes. Yep. Yeah. Gaze upon it, uh, but not for too long because you will go blind from the beauty. You can also uh, contribute to our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. Uh, for $2 a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content from all sorts of Scavengers Network shows. Um, including uh, thanks for the lyrics. Uh, Aaron wrote a fan fiction for uh, Morgan and her Twitch stream, uh, Dream Daddy, that uh, I'm told, I haven't quite worked up the nerve to read it yet, but I'm told it's incredibly explicit. Oh, it's so, very. Um, that it is. <laughs> the explicit is. So, yep. <laughs> if you would like to follow us uh, on Twitch, if that if if watching Twitch stuff is your thing, which it it should be because we have a lot of scavengers people uh, doing some Twitch stuff, uh, that is twitch.tv slash the scavengers network. And the only one I do is the one you mentioned, which is Dream Daddy uh, Saturday nights eight thirty Eastern, and yeah, we date dads. That's what nice. it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I do too many, I've now realized. Um, on Monday nights, I stream Persona 5 with Beth at 6 Eastern. On Wednesday nights, I watch Kyle play The Last of Us with Aaron at a time that I, 8.30 Eastern, I think, something like that. And then on <laughs> Thursday nights, I play Detroit Human with Kyle 
and that is at 8.30 Eastern, and then uh, every other Saturday, Colin, Kyle, and I talk about video games for an hour at 1 p.m. Eastern. Cool. That's all. Awesome. That's all of them. And if you follow yeah. us on Twitch, you'll see all of those it things, and you can watch them whenever you want. I think that's going to do it. I think that's it. All right. Well, like we always say here on Wet Hot America Moon Juice, the moon is your biggest firelight sandwich girlfriend with cheese mother (laughs) (laughs) it makes sense if you don't think about it it's profound yeah it does yeah Yeah. look at it like a magic eye Mm -hmm. and you'll see what's going on listen to it like a magic eye alright let's get out of here okay bye talk talk to you never bye The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Podcube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Listen for yourself to the flagship Podcube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit PoweredByPodCube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. <laughs>